0: This is the Liberator Podcast from Giant Worldwide. Welcome to the Liberator Podcast. My name is Jeremy Kubicek. As always, I am with my partner in good things, Steve Kockram. Steve, what's going on? How are you today, man? Oh,
1: Jeremy, how are you? It's been a little gap since our last podcast. I think you've been sunning yourself
0: on the beach somewhere, haven't you? Uh yes that's one way you could say it in my mind I have um or I've been in my second home um delta uh, people always ask me like well, so you have a second home I'm like yeah I do I have a I rent a seat uh and I have amazing views Um, (laughs) overlooking cities across
1: the world, or America anyway. You've been working incredibly hard. And what I want you to know, for those who understand voices, I appreciate all of your hard work, Connector. (laughs) I see it. I value it. I love the fact that every day on Facebook you're speaking to another incredible group of leaders. And um, it's been fantastic. I'm, I'm delighted. It's a complete reverse for how we started the business where you used to Pimp me out, basically, to kind of go and do my voodoo magic and sit in the big home while I had to fly out to America for a week at a time.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's making up for it, for sure. Uh, For those uh, of you who don't know, we've been, uh, obviously, we've launched the 100X Leader book in March, end of March. And we basically, whenever that happens, you go on a roadshow and uh, we've had speaking gigs We've had um, all types of, you know, clients and giants and people we've been meeting with, uh, book signings. And so it's been uh, a really, really fun. So we've had, it, we were in Dallas yesterday, next week is Atlanta, and then following that Albuquerque, New Mexico. And so um, it's fun. And then the book launches in Europe, in, in the UK, uh, what? And next week, the next couple of weeks, you you (laughs) kind of launch there. They've started to arrive. I still don't quite
1: understand why it takes so long to get across, but we have the formal book launch party celebration on May 23rd. So about two and a half weeks' time, we will be littering social media but the books have arrived so um, don't ask me how difficult it is to get a book across the pond these days but apparently it's a lot more complicated than I thought it would be so yeah
0: well it's on, it's on ship so it takes the Queen Mary <laughs> as it comes over and uh, <laughs> I think I could have hand copied it quicker in the many I
1: could have had a team of monks working on a manuscript that would have been quicker than than getting it across since it came out in America but there we go the joys I, of the digital world. I'm getting
0: frustrated they it really won't happen as quickly as I want. I love it. I love it. Well, hey, today, on today's Liberator podcast, uh, we do we have something funny that's happened? Anything fun that's happened to you in a while? I'm trying to think if there's anything that we need to share with our audience uh, or anything that would be... <laughs> appropriate. You know, <laughs> appropriate. Uh, you, you, you've got, well, you're still in a mess with Brexit. Yeah, that's not... Is that a joke? Is that funny? Um,
1: it, it's, yeah, I don't know.
0: It's a tragedy,
1: I think, rather than a comedy on the grounds that we're now in a, a holding pattern until October
0: um, when the next deadline looms. Is it true that all of Parliament, they went to a cricket match until October? Is that what it was about? Like, this, this is you know, let's just go to cricket because no, it takes they, that long anyway. They went on holiday, basically, but they're all back
1: now and still arguing. And again, it's... Um, it, it, it would be, it'll be a great thesis for somebody to write basically the collapse of mainstream political identity of Conservative and Labour in the future. But this will lead to a fragmentation um, of a pretty sizable nature as it is in Europe at the moment. And uh, it's almost too embarrassing to mention. I thought American politics was one of the few things that we had the advantage on you. But um, honestly, what's happening over here at the moment makes your government look like it's run as an exemplar case study in how to lead. I'll leave the rest with you without saying anything. Else. <laughs> no, no, no comment. It's not even worth getting into. We, we have a tool um, for that. But, don't we call discretion and discipline, yeah, knowing what to say, discipline. when to say and who to say it to. So we're yeah, exercising absolutely. that in, in a very good
0: way. The, um, yeah. Well, I, I will. I, I would ask the question though. You had asked about how long it takes to get a book over, and it's probably just a day or two after longer than the cricket match but that's not really a funny it's not really a funny joke but anyway, there's a dad joke all right hey let's get into uh today's work today last time we talked to you about become the whole idea of becoming a leader worth following and what that is about today we're going to talk about building uh leaders worth following and why that's so blasted important inside organizations um we have the privilege just some working inside some unbelievable companies, and um, our, either Steve or I, or our teams um, of, of giants and our just friends that we get invited in to help. And uh, man, the last couple weeks, I know I've been involved in some pretty amazing opportunities to help them figure out how to build. And the idea is this, that if you're a 100 plus, or let's say you're a 75 plus person, That you're 75% healthy and you add value to anyone in your life. That's the norm for most healthy leaders. Generally healthy and sure, Steve, if you need anything, come see me. My door is always open, that phrase, you know. Or Mm -hmm. I'll add value, which means I'll add it whenever you need it. But 100x means getting 100% healthy and then proactively looking how to help other people. So you're helping them in advance. Like the Sherpa, Mm -hmm. you're going ahead of them. And you're putting ropes and ladders and helping people and you're coming behind them and you're pushing them almost at times to get up the mountain as well. So we're going to talk about the whole idea of build. So why don't you give your feedback on the concept of build, Steve, and then we'll get into some specific stories and ideas. I think um, this is where
1: I'm going to actually, for those of you watching what we're doing, I'm going to put a tool on the board for those of you who are not. um, I'm putting up something called the support challenge matrix, which is named after our actual podcast and the kind of liberating leader and i think the first thing i say about build is if you are accidental it will not happen there is no such thing as an accidental multiplier you can be a plus leader really just by being okay you can add value as jeremy said you can also subtract at times without really realizing but the first thing to say is you will not climb the mountain we're talking about and you will not become a multiplying leader If you don't actually decide you want to do that, become very intentional in how you're going to do it. And crucially, I would say, tool yourself with the resources you're going to need to get somebody else up the mountain, because it's hard enough climbing it yourself. It's an incredibly more complex issue when you're dealing with the variable which are the human beings that you lead, because that's the reason why I would say we need tools rather than legal structures because tools mean you can use them again and again in different contexts, in different ways. There is a flexibility to them. Sadly, there is not one book we can give you that says this is how you multiply, and there are no variables. There are infinite variables, because we're dealing with human beings, living human lives, dealing with all the disappointments, challenges, opportunities, and excitement that goes with that. So that would be the first thing I'd say, is be intentional and actually learn how to use tools, that act as principles that you can use again and again Jeremy
0: add to that yeah yeah if you get a number of 16 there um, this the understanding of subcultures so yesterday I was with a uh, a gentleman who is a CEO of a company and you know they have um, they have a good size business and he was frustrated as a, a pioneer he was frustrated because he he wanted things just to work he just was frustrated with a couple of people like why can't they get it They've been with me forever. We have the same issues over and over. And he was struck by the phrase as I, I got into him, um, are, are you calling him out constantly are you calling him up? And it was like a click for the, with him going, you know, I don't think I've actually shared my expectation. I've shared my frustration, mm-hmm. but I haven't shared my expectations. And so we went through every single division that he had and we, I actually did just a simple, you rank them, tell me where you think they are in your mind, one through a hundred. Mm-hmm. And it was fascinating. He, he was able to do that. He was able to, to um, think about every single person and he was actually able to stop um, uh, in his mind being frustrated without giving them some sort of feedback or some sort of, um, you know, detail. So we went through every one of them going, are they a plus person? Are they a multiplier? Are they a subtract? And then what is your hope for them? And have you, have you communicated? And so the whole, the whole idea, I guess what I'm saying to all of you listening is the first part that is building leaders worth following, you have to assess them, mm-hmm. and then you have to answer the questions like, do they know what I expect? Mm-hmm. Do, they, are they even, do they even understand the, the dynamics that, um, mm-hmm. that I'm expecting them to have a whole nother level of leadership? but it's specific to your org chart. You literally can can play this game by going, where are they currently at in the 100X metaphor? Mm. And then how do I help fight for them? What kind of support do they need? What kind of challenge do they need? What's undermining their influence? Do they know my expectations? And can I get them to that next level? Mm. That's so good. I mean, I think there's so much wisdom in there. And you break that down if you're listening,
1: going, okay, I think there was nuggets there. What we're saying is you have to be intentional, not accidental. If you're accidental, you'll only be a plus at best. You have to clarify expectations because in the end, your frustration is often your issue, not theirs. And the reality is you, you can use the 100x concept to go, well, what number are they, How? what are they doing right now? And then what we're saying is the whole, I guess, foundational lens of the whole Liberator podcast is to go, how do I be a liberating leader to them? And so therefore we talk about, The essential need to calibrate high support and high challenge to create a culture of empowerment and opportunity where you end up being a liberating leader to them and they get to fulfill the potential that they have. And as we've said many times before, none of us are naturally good at high challenge and high support. So when we're accidental, when we've not learned to use a tool, when we haven't developed self-awareness of ourselves as a leader, we will get it wrong. I think that's the thing we keep coming back to is (laughs) without tools, you will get it wrong. There is no way I've ever seen without intentionality and tools and self-awareness that leaders will ever truly multiply their knowledge, skills and expertise into the life of others. So that sounds rather depressing, but it's probably better, you know, before you start trying to lead people up the mountain, if you don't invest in tool training, you won't
0: get there absolutely and that acclimation and everyone listening to this to think you have to be acclimated that's why we we talked about becoming Mm -hmm. because if you can't possess if you're not healthy it'd be like a sherpa (laughs) like (laughs) What if, you had a, what if you had a sick Sherpa mm. on Mount Everest? And you're like, <laughs> uh, he's my guy, really? <laughs> yeah. And the guy, can bar- he can barely climb ahead of you. Mm. Like, no, I want my Sherpa to be as healthy as possible. I want them up and down the mountain. So mm. uh, you know, to build other leaders, it means you have to be unbelievably healthy mm. yourself. And if you are not healthy to that level, then uh, you shouldn't be multiplying other people mm. uh, because you might be multiplying the wrong things. So good.
1: And then you alluded to, Jeremy, which I think is probably beyond the support and challenge for those of you here saying, I want to actually multiply, I want to build leaders worth following in my team, is probably these fundamental questions. And we'll often say that basically, if you did one thing, how do we make it simple enough? The one thing will change the dynamic. If you're prepared to sit on a Sunday evening or early Monday morning, depends when your week starts, look in the mirror first and say am i prepared to be a liberating leader this week for my team and that for us means really asking am i prepared to fight for their highest possible good in the lives of those that i have a leadership responsibility for now you may look in the mirror and go this week i'm exhausted i can't be bothered i'm going to be i'm abdicating this week because i'm not around well at least you've been honest but assuming that the desire your intent your ambition is to be a sherpa you have to look in the mirror and go, yes, I am. Because fighting is more than just being nice to. Fighting is actually Mm -hmm. a commitment to basically do everything you can for the highest possible good of those you lead. So then we have three Mm -hmm. questions. And again, the first one is to go, what specific support or challenge do they need from me right now? You actually look at the people you're leading, your five, six, whatever it is, direct reports, and go, as I'm helping them climb, do they need more support? Do they need more challenge? What's the calibration that is required this week? Now, that may be very different to what it was last week, which we keep saying we're dealing with tools and principles, not rigid structures, and that's a learning experience for all of us. But actually, just to be honest and go, do you know, I think Jeremy needs more challenge this week. I think he's getting really good at what he's doing. But I watched him get a little complacent in that pitch he did last week. The slides weren't as perfect as they usually were. He wasn't as tight. Do you know, I think he's getting to that third stage where he's getting really confident. I can really help him grow. I see the progress, but I think we need a curbside review. And I'm going to sit him down and ask him, how did he think that meeting went last week? Because I'm going to be very specific in the feedback I give because he's at a stage where I know he's making progress. So that might be a very intentional decision to go, this week I know I probably need to bring some more challenge. It's not I'm not bringing support, but the person at that stage, Jeremy, knows I'm for him, therefore he's able to deal with it. Talk us through the second one, Jess, and we'll follow up with that. For,
0: well, well, for all the, that are listening, um, the, mm. what's so important there is the, the intentional and the, the, that I'm for you and I'm fighting for you. Mm. Here's what most mostly happens what Steve just said is an intentional process to go. He would be helping uh, his, me or who, whoever he was leading um, get to the next level. What normally happens, though, is that person, that leader, thinks that, but doesn't think constructive. They think deconstruct. They get frustrated with the person, mm. and then they'll tell somebody else on their team. <laughs> or they'll tell their chief of staff, mm. or, and, they, and they'll say, you know, did you see Robert? He, didn't, he wasn't like the same, was he? Mm. You know, I wonder if he's... And then they speculate. Speculation is a form of gossip. Mm. And so they, they speculate and they start talking. Yeah, you know, that's interesting. I saw him over here. And then there's almost a negative thought versus mm. having the idea that I'm the Sherpa. Mm. Because a lot of leaders, they just want things to happen. And they just <laughs> think, well, if I've hired good people, mm. then they're always going to be amazing. And they're always going to be this. and They're always going to be that. The reality is most people are always moving to a higher level or to a next level of learning. And so I think that's one really important part. Is like this is not speculation. You have to go direct. Mm-hmm. And then you actually have to, in the case what I did this week, and I know it's, it's we'll come back to know yourself, lead yourself, but go to the voices for just a second. Mm-hmm. So in, in the case of of uh, this person, I helped him for the first time understand his voice mm-hmm. And I helped him understand that, aha, he had never really thought about nature, nurture, and choice. He never thought that other people's personality may have certain tendencies, which we'll get to in a minute. So I went through and helped him realize he's got two guardians. He has another pioneer and a creative on his executive team. And this leader was a pioneer to the nth degree, had always treated people the exact same. So every time, it's like the hammer, right? The only tool he has is a hammer. So every problem is a hammer. And so, and everyone's used to that hammer, which is the grenade launcher. And everyone is used to, but that's how he fixes things, everything. And I was like, do you understand how you're undermining? Like, so calling people up, not out was big for him because he realized that he had used calling people out for about 45 years of his life. He's a little older. (laughs) Yeah. And so he had this epiphany of like, oh my goodness, what would it even look like? I want to learn how to be a, mm. an ex. but I. And but he said this phrase, I don't think I've ever ever heard this, and I don't know how to do it. Mm. How do I do it? Which is pre, which is the tools? Mm. So you can take someone through. you want know, to you share the know yourself, lead yourself. So if you were to, if you were to taking a, a CEO like I just talked about, who's a who's a pioneer dealing with a guardian, who he's frustrated with you know how how do we use the tools to help unlock people in that regard
1: so good and i and now the great thing as well jeremy on giant tv there's actually individual series for all of the voice combinations so our pioneer friend could actually go through a whole load of coaching um just curated specifically for him delivered by somebody with the same grenade launcher that he has so that's a, another great resource that just keeps being available. We keep getting great feedback for So that's fantastic. Thank you.
0: Um, shall I go back to the questions? There we go. So, uh, Yeah. It, no, I was saying if you, if you walk someone through, so if I'm a pioneer, so if I'm mm-hmm. building someone, you use Know Yourself, Lead Yourself mm-hmm. um, in, in that case. I can do it or you can do it. But it was a simple case of if I'm a pioneer try, be, trying mm-hmm. to be a Sherpa, mm-hmm. maybe waking up for the first time yeah. to a guardian, how would I use know yourself, lead yourself through the questions? So does uh, it need more support or more challenge? Yeah. What's undermining their influence? And how mm. do I go to the next level? So I, I think that the reality is when you're when you're dealing
1: with a guardian, they only they want you to make them better. That <laughs> they want you to improve their competence, but they will fight back if they don't agree with what you're saying or they think that you're missing something in relation to truth. So what will usually happen with an immature pioneer, what you just described, or a pioneer unaware of themselves is, they will assume that they will just fire away and eventually the person will give in. Guardians don't give in if they think you're wrong. They will actually stand and to the best of their ability trade and they'll force you almost to take them out in front of everybody rather than back down. And that's the thing which basically, it creates huge drama inside teams. People who are not used to seeing this happen go, you're a tyrant, I don't like you. If that's the way you treat them, then, and then they nudge the guardian and go, why can't you just let it go? Just, you know, hey, we've got work to do. Why, why are you insist on dying on the anvil of this grenade launcher? Because you are not going to win this battle. So that would be my hypothesis, Jeremy. Any of that sound familiar yeah. based on what you've just described? Absolutely. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that was the
0: conversation I had with him. and that And that's why I guess what I'm saying is I wanted you to do that because, For all of you listening, Mm. do you understand what we've done is we're helping people climb. We're helping people understand that you're a Sherpa as a leader. A 100x leader is acclimated enough because Mm. you're a leader people want to follow. If that's the case, then to build other leaders, you need the combination of the the tendency lenses, the, the voices. You need to understand the lens of people to look through people and go what is their voice and you need the tools mm-hmm. that combination you guys for everyone listening it just doesn't exist anywhere else and I'm, I'm biased on giant and our tools but it doesn't exist because most people have maybe one tool or one book has one idea or you know there's all of these uh, Enneagram I mean, Enneagram is everywhere right now but it's a dead end because it doesn't transfer it doesn't multiply You can't put that throughout the entire infrastructure of people. Well, the Mm -hmm. voices does. You can actually drop it down to the supervisor, all the way down to the front lines, and everyone gets it. And the tools scale. So the word scaling, which probably came up in the last three weeks of my tour with leaders that we talked with, um, and we were with, I don't know how many, hundreds of leaders I've been with or CEOs. Scaling was the word that came Every single time how do I scale my business? How do I scale my people? How do I scale? which is basically multiplication? How do I Mm. multiply healthy people throughout my organization? Well, you first you're intentional You have Mm. to understand their reality where they are you have to decide who's worth building You have you know, there's not everyone you can build and then you've got to actually have a game plan Using tools and using the lenses to go. Here's what it means to get people to the next level yeah, and I think the other thing, I love that
1: Jeremy, It's so good. I think the it's very feisty of you today. I, I like that. You've been out on the road. You're prepared to take down the enneagram now. That's you. That's going to lose. Uh, that's going to lose uh, us a million of our podcast listeners. Uh, fill up no, my no, 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 no. I, I'm sure uh, yeah, I, I, I like it.
0: It's just not scalable.
1: And I think the other difference is to say why there is genius in the hundred x system is that what we're doing is we're giving you a framework of lenses and tools that you can build your leaders. But here's the critical thing. The way that they're experiencing you do that is something that they can imitate and replicate themselves. So it's not you've been on a magical you know, six month MBA program at Harvard and you come back with all the things that are gonna help them be awesome. A simple tool which says, guys, every Sunday night, I want you with your people to do this process too. To look in the mirror and go, I want to be a 100x lead, I want to be a Sherpa to my people this week. What's the support or challenge they need from me? What's the one tendency or pattern I'm really going to work on them with at the moment? Because it's undermining their influence. And critically, how do I help them get to the next level? And I think that's another question which is less immediate, but it goes to the heart of one of the biggest challenges of the Sherpa, which is to go, do you know where they want to go to? Do you have an understanding of the people you're trying to lead up the mountain, what does the mountain look like for them? Because it may actually look different in their aspiration and desires of the future. What is their career path? What is What are they hoping to achieve? It may be, heaven forbid, that five years from now they don't want to be doing what they're doing right now. And what you'll find is, as a Sherpa, if you will help them get to their next level, even if it isn't necessarily something that automatically serves your need, your reputation as a leader, your reputation as a Sherpa, and in many ways, the reputation of your company goes to another level because in the new world, most people don't stay in the same job in the same organization for 40 years, get a carriage clock, and retire. So, right. in America, they never retire. So, this is all about how do I retool for a world that is different and where glass doors and everything else means your reputation as an organization, your reputation as a leader. If you have a reputation, being a sherpa and a 100x leader for your people you will never struggle with recruitment because everyone wants to work for a leader
0: like this and it's becoming more and more relevant in the millennial workforce world so a summation for all of those that are listening about the idea of build the concept of build is um what do you want to build (laughs) really to understand i mean even to take take time to go what do you want to build Mm. um who do you want to build it's not building every single person in the organization per se. You might have some leaders that necessarily they might not be leaders worth following and you've got, so you can't deal with everything at once, like a magic wand, but you go, Hey, you know what? I'm going to build into these specifically, especially if you're leading an organization, then there's going to be maybe uh, two to three that you're building into. Then you're creating a system that's building the rest. And so what we've been doing is we've been focusing on leveraging and using giant TV. And what we've found in, in even the last month or so is it, we can actually create internal Sherpas mm-hmm. and an internal Sherpa is someone who is more formally trained and credentialed and they're credentialed on the five voices, they're credentialed on the hundred X um, certification process, which has become build lead. And if you have internal Sherpas helping, let's say you've got a company of 100 people, can you get five to 10 internal Sherpas trained inside in different divisions? Now they're actively partnering to help get to the next level. Now, and that's what Giant TV is for, you can actually create pathways for people, you can do exercises with people, team exercises, lunch and learns, all types of things to equip your people with the language and the tendency lenses, the voices and tools. So if you can do that really well, then you've got a chance to take your people to another level. Then on top of that, if you can actually, um, then you have a chance to go, now you can lead, which is where we'll go in the future. We'll talk about lead next and how do you lead uh, others while you have to do your job as well. But the idea of Become Build and Lead is, is really a framework of how do you climb the mountain? How do you get to the next level? How do you take a group of people to a place that you always dreamed of but you never knew how? It's possible, but you have to be unbelievably intentional. So, um, Steve, any last words from you on that? No, I think it's been incredibly uh, helpful. I think just to
1: say as well, um, if people want to talk to us about what that would actually mean inside their world, um, you hear the heart aspiration of going, I'd love to build that type of system. It sounds like you guys have been thinking a lot about it, which we have. We'd love to talk to you. There are ways in which basically we can do a free consult online with you just to understand what your world looks like and to see how that 100X systemic process may really allow you to scale the things that probably you've been trying to do for a period of time. So um, just reach out to us. What's the best email, Jeremy, to get a hold of us? If um, you
0: know, it? the the best would probably honestly be uh, mike at giantworldwide.com. Great. And uh, you can ask Mike, and uh, Mike would probably be the best one to start, and he would connect you to the right um, the right one. So. Perfect, Mike all All right, you guys. For everyone listening, thank you so much. We wish you well. We're for you. We're mm-hmm. fighting for your highest possible good. That's the. That's what we love to do. That's why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, if you If you want, if you haven't picked up the 100x Leader book, it is a field guide for this. It explains and goes through it. So uh, pick up your copy. And until next time, we'll see. you. We wish you the best. Take care thanks so much for listening. That concludes today's episode of the Liberator podcast from Giant Worldwide. You can find out more information about us online at giantworldwide.com.